Welcome to the Double Deuce Podcast, an amazing show that lasts only 22 minutes and is for you, the listener. So soak it up. So here are your two big beer hosts, Will Averill and Nelson. Hey, Will, hit the timer. Fuck it! Damn it! Big beer hosts. Sad trombone, it's a deck of deuce. Ha, what do you mean? I was going to come in with a happy, like, happy, yeah, counter, happy. Counter it's a, it's a deck me. of deuce. No, Sell them on it. You're Sell fucking wrong. It. It's a deck of deuce. I know this, I am wrong. This they're is, actually, they're delightful. They're the ones little, that I generally, that I don't miss. I always is, listen to the deck of deuces because I'm like, what happened on that This thing? is a potpourri bowl of it's ideas. I, li- I like is, how they're spread over time. This is the germ. You never know what you're going to get in a deck of, of deuces. so many new things. I just mean like if someone was wanting though, like, uh, if, you want, if, you're, if you're a real meat and potatoes double deuce fan and you like a, a regular episode, with us talking, maybe a guest, then like, then I'm sorry, it's a deck of deuce, but also strap in, strap yeah. in. Yeah. And if you, if you really don't like us talking for a long period of time about the same thing, which we do from time to time, then don't strap in, like put your hand out the window and be like, fuck yeah, this is my right. And then kind of move it underneath all the all the utility poles as they go by mm-hmm. so that you don't like accidentally knock down a utility pole, which is a game I used to play when I was a kid. Yeah. Stick my hand out the window and dip under the utility pole so I wouldn't knock them over. Yeah. Did you do that? Uh, no. All right. Here's the deck of deuce. Yeah. It's 10, it's 10 mini episodes. I don't know if we said that. Ten mini episodes, yeah, around two minutes each. Yeah, well, you know, in theory, yeah, two two minutes twenty seconds. Usually they're about five minutes, but we don't. Yeah. We don't tell the you whole that. thing, the whole thing, would be like half hour ish, forty minutes tops. Ah, maybe fifty. It's never been that high in a decade. All right, but it's never been under twenty. Oh God, no! Well, yeah. it wouldn't be mathematically. It's it, technically it'd be, be twenty two minutes on the nose. I know, dude, but you told me to counter you. That's true. I mean, I was trying to. See, I was trying to like under underplay it so you could like come in with the, the big. We should really talk about it beforehand. We yeah. shouldn't strategize. Next time we'll make here. a plan. Um, Especially we'll make like we shouldn't let people into like how we're planning to manipulate them, their emotions. Well, they've been pretty aware of that from the beginning. I think if they're. We are smart. pretty emotionally manipulative. Yep, old gaslighting double deuce. Here's like thirty something minutes of it. Yeah, you'll like it. It'll be the best thirty six minutes of your life, or you didn't listen to it at all. Yes. Decadence. We're recording outside. It's like we only just started recording together. Yeah, well, we don't need to tell them that. It's true. That would come in. That's probably going to come up in the next one. I mean, now you're making the introduction into a full length fucking palava. Oh, God. Big beer hosts. Do you remember the pandemic? Yes. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, because this, this is, is going to be the first, a, this is the first one of these we're doing. This is going to be the first in, in a long time. To that. Um, <laughs> and uh, and I, I want to say that because you know who knows when they're going to be listening to this, That's right? True. So so it may true. be something that I this just is wanna, probably we. I mean, we've got one in the chamber right now. All right. Well, before the, this one. today for those of you who, who dear listeners, is the thirtieth uh, of May, um, and uh, and and we've gotten the mask mandate uh, has moved to a strong recommendation. Uh, here in Douglas County, I think about a week ago, and um, uh, by the same at the same time, my father uh, has had to go to Boston to get surgery. Uh, he went about a week and a half ago, uh, two weeks now, um, to get a, to get surgery on his stomach, and that was still in Massachusetts. Was very much uh, very big on the mask mandate up there because they're taking they take care of people. They don't just they're not just like 
ah, you know, maybe wear a mask if you want to, or maybe some people will die, but we don't care because America. But anyway, Massachusetts was kind of really taking this seriously. And so when, uh, when he had his actual surgery, I was up there for the, the time that he had his surgery. And I had to wear a mask everywhere. And, like, they'd only allowed one person in the room, uh, one visitor per day in the hospital to see him, technically. Although they only enforced that a couple of times. But technically, they could have only allowed one person to visit him per day based on the current COVID regulations. Okay, So it was a stressful trip because you know, mm-hmm. half the time I was like, am I going to get to see my old man? I didn't know. Didn't know till the day. We'd go, we'd try. Sometimes you'd make it, sometimes you wouldn't. But felt flash forward to uh, to, to today, and actually yesterday, I should have said the 29th is when this all kicks off, uh, my sister flies out to see my dad in, um, in, 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 in Massachusetts. And same fucking day she leaves because the sun shines out her goddamn ass. Uh, they, the, the governor's like, no more mask mandate. So if they if he had said that two weeks earlier, or if Dad had got his surgery two weeks later, or if the world didn't favor my stupid kid sister, uh, I could have seen my father more. It's basically her fault, and I'm really upset with her. She's a jerk. Well, you know, yeah, you, clearly she she done you wrong. She done me wrong, Nelson. Yeah, man. It's not the first time either. Yeah, I, I mean, had eight years of freedom. Country, country western feuds have been started and and have lived long for less. Yep. <coughs> yeah. Anyway, little sister, I'm watching you. Yeah. I mean, not literally. You're in Boston. Yeah. Also, you're in your backyard. Yeah. Why would she be here? I don't know. This is a metaphor. It's nine thirty on a Sunday. Why would she be in your backyard? Well, I don't know. I don't know. That what are you planning? Weird. I'm not. Nothing yet. But okay. night's not over. It's only 9.30 on a Sunday. Okay. That's my planning night. Okay. Make my plans. Big beer hosts! So, uh, <laughs> in the next few days, or in the last few days, depending on when you're hearing this podcast or when this podcast... It's probably been more than a matter of days. There's another one on deck before this one. Very good. So, uh, <laughs> the uh, government is about to release footage... Uh, and, and a report, actually, on uh, uh, UFOs, unidentified flying objects. Now, unidentified <laughs> flying objects mean unidentified <laughs> flying objects. No, no, this is important. This is important it's because true, they actually true. call no. them UAPs now, which is unidentified. Wait, wait, wait. Can we try some guesses? Yes. Unified alien. It's probably still unidentified. Projectile. I'm just going to throw it. It's probably still unidentified. Uh, well, I feel like you know, don't limit yourself. Well, but they don't, but they don't know. If they Maybe are. it's like unassailable alien penises. That's that's true, maybe, but but I feel like, you know, that's a good one. I like that because the, you can't you can't argue with those alien hogs. It's true, and you don't want to assail them. No, that's why. I mean, you know, it's funny is it's it's unidentified aerial phenomena, and I just really remembered what the P was right then. I was really like going to say I don't actually know what it stands so we, for. We stalled for you. <laughs> we stalled for me just for the right amount. <laughs> we did actually do like Google so you because could, so could slip in like an expert while we were arguing you know, about I did, right? Like I sounded really smooth. <laughs> the, way, the thing of it is, is generally when people say UFO, they think automatically alien. Right? And UFO doesn't mean alien. It means unidentified flying object, which is what these vehicles are. But now the government for the first time is acknowledging that there are unidentified aerial phenomenon uh, that are planes, ships, objects that do things that we can't do. They don't know whether they're Russian or China. 
or, or alien or Italian. I heard the Italians got some satellites that can do stuff. Hey, we're doing the thing in the space. <laughs> we're doing the space thing. We're gonna change the Oh, that that seems <laughs> that seems on the verge of stereotypical. What, what continent are Italian people from? The truth <laughs> of it is, the truth of it is, I mean, most likely, you are really lowering the tone of our podcast. <laughs> most likely, I just, I just had, I just had that picture. Of, you know, like the monofilament, like space elevator thing, but it's just like one long spaghetti noodle going all the way up into the moon. <laughs> so wait, so is it un- unidentified Italian phenomenon? Is that exactly. what we're that what we're talking about? It's UIP, UIP. <laughs> Who ordered the pizza? Forget about it. Forget about it. Twenty first century, you you can make fun of Italians though. <laughs> well, you always could. Yeah, <laughs> that's something's they never going to stop. Wise guys, you wanted to be a wise guy. <laughs> Big beer hosts. So there's a strong chance that these UFOs are alien crafts, but UFO again only means unidentified flying object. But because so many people think that UFO means alien spaceship, like you know Close Encounters or Paul or. Or, you know, you guys know what I'm talking about when I say... For those of you that only started listening to the podcast at part three, um, I'm still talking about UFOs. From You should go back and listen to the last one. Right, and so there's the Devil's Tower thing, which is not really real, but there was a documentary that was made by some people that said that was the government. They said they were the government, and I think they were the government, and they were going to give footage of an airplane landing that was really not an airplane. It was a UFO, and it was an alien UFO that was going to land at some airfield. And they had the footage, but the documentary people didn't get the footage because the government changed their mind. And anyway, and then there was the Italians. Do you, do you think there's there's more like leg room in an alien like business class? No, they got short legs. Oh, that's right because they're a little gray. Right, Not all of them don't be racist. There might be yeah. there so might be big, multiple races. Wookiees got long legs because this government yeah. this government like footage. 12, 13, 14 different types. Right, these mm-hmm. government mm-hmm. footage, you know, yeah. has, has he, different he, different he, shapes. It's all. They crafts, stack them in crafts. there like wood. Yeah. There's sometimes like, they're saucers. It's like those Japanese apartments. It's just like a, it's like a mail slot. Yeah, the cigars. I remember the cigars one from like the Scholastic uh, like articles of my youth. Like right. it was always the little gray men were like tall blue men in yeah. cigar shaped ones, and, and the cigar shaped mm-hmm. ones were usually the mean ones. Right, right. Or yeah. it's just like Midwest people seeing a blimp for the first time. In 1920, and pretty much living like it's 1860 still. Sometimes. Th- think about cavemen looking at the moon. Go outside and look at yeah. the moon right now. And the moon, does it look round? I know we it's are round, outside. but it just looks like a flat disk in the sky. Could be an eye staring at you. Could be just a big white spot. Could be a hole in the fabric of space time. We don't know, but we know. It's the moon. No, we do round. know it's the moon. Well, we yeah, do know, I it's, know round it's, it's the moon now. But we didn't stuff. when we were cavemen. We sent people there to make sure. Yeah. Right. And they left. Uh, we, told, we told them if anybody figure out if it's the moon or if it isn't, uh, kill God. You know yeah. what I think? Them, future business, back, future so business, like, business is moon business. salvage. If we could build a moon salvage rocket, mm-hmm. we could go salvage all that material on the moon like a junkyard mm-hmm. and come back and we get moon junkyard. You know how much people would pay for that shit? That's a like what kind of stuff? Like eight tracks and stuff? <laughs> Flags and oh, yeah. oh, no. lunar landers. No, yeah. let's not fuck up the moon. I think There's a dune buggy up there. There's a moon buggy up there. Yeah, that's true. I didn't bring any that shit back with them. Yeah, no. Welcome to the moon junkyard. But there is the Nazi moon base. There is the Nazi moon base. You can't forget the Nazi moon base. That's how how we need to like fund some. If we're gonna let like billionaires like do part of the space race, we should just be like, if you build us a moon base, you can have that buggy that's up there. Like that thing's gotta be worth (laughs) some shit. Like Like, free buggy. It's it's yours. It's yours. Build us a moon base. You get the free buggy. What do you think the street value of that buggy is? 
Oh, hi. Yeah, I think so, too. Hi. Hi, yeah. I mean, because here's the thing. It's going to need some work. It's been sitting there for a while in, like, the openness of space. You know, but openness of space, but there's no It's true, but but at the same time, like, you're going to need to fucking strip out. I bet you're going to need to strip out some Some of those, like, hoses and stuff. There might be some space. Better than have rust. Everything's no, there, expensive. I, there would be rust because there'd be no. There's no moisture. Yeah, but that's why I'm thinking like the anything, uh, any kind of like rubberized or plastic kind of shit might have. Also, like, yes. has there been any radiation passed by the moon and I all that? Time? I imagine. I mean, that we, that we yeah. were paying attention to because we're like, no one's up there. Whatever. And who was the manufacturer originally? I don't know. I mean, is it a Chevy or is it a Mercedes? No. I mean, you know, that could that's be a factor true. too. If there's a Mercedes, it might just fire up. That's a good question. Uh, the Chevy my, it probably needs a starter. Probably. My hmm. moon conspiracy theory. The moon landings were not fake. They're absolutely real. But no one has come back from the moon. What has come back has been something ancient and terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Six most honest words in the English language. Oswald acted alone. It's only like four words. <laughs> Big beer hosts! Okay, I'm getting to the really important question. What's the worst state? Now there's, and I just want to say before you before you answer this, this isn't like an opinion question. There is an actual there's an actual answer that I'm looking for because it is the worst state. Yeah, I mean, here's the trick. I haven't been to all of them. I've been to a lot of them. Yeah, I've been to like I can't remember how many now. Like yeah. 38, 39 of them, I want to say. That's a lot of them. It's a lot of them. Yeah. Some of them are just kind of driven through casually. You yeah. know, I didn't really stop to get to know them. Um, but. Uh, I mean, I probably should have prefaced this with how many listeners do we have in Florida? I don't know. I don't think it's a hot spot by any means. Okay. Our, our American listeners are a lot more uh, Midwest to Upper East Coast. Yeah, that's good to know. So my, I guess my question stands. What is the worst state? I'm guessing you're going to go Florida. Be- yeah, I, because of that. Yeah, <laughs> because, you got it. Because, well, you, you, that was, made, that was you really, I mean, you. That was really good. Well, you kind of, you kind of, you kind of showed me your cards. What are the chances? Um, I, I'll say too. I mean, man, there's a lot of good stuff about Florida. No, but there's a lot of real rough stuff about Florida, and yeah. even a lot of the good stuff is uh-huh. affected by the rough stuff. Yeah. Like the heat and humidity. Yeah. Makes having fun there. You pay a price. What? What fun? No, t- there's t- there, there's no such thing as a free lunch in Florida because even if someone hands you a free lunch, you're still eating it in 100 percent humidity. Exactly. Exactly. And and you know what? That sandwich is getting damp before it gets into your mouth. And what about that? Like like instead eating of a damp sandwich. Instead of culture. Florida Might as well has, be in England. Florida has oranges. Let it, let it be getting wet the, the right way with rain. I, I hate Florida. I hate people sending pictures from Florida. Like, it's a legitimate place to take pictures from and send it to, 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 to me. Or put it anywhere near where I can see it, like on Facebook or anything. Yeah. I hate that. I hate I hate um, I hate all all the articles about Florida mm-hmm. and all the the fact that people are like proud of the fact that it's a sinking cesspool of awfulness and um, you know I, I think the the reason that they launched space shuttles from Florida is because if they accidentally blew up Florida it wouldn't be the worst thing it would probably be a public service like when you put down a rabid dog it's sad but then again it's probably a good thing. Florida. So, so you don't you don't like Florida? Nope. Okay. I feel like that that one's a 
It's controversial because it does have good stuff, but man. No, it doesn't. It does, it's oranges, man. Or like, uh, I mean, Disney World's fun. Um, Gulf Coast is, is nice. You got a lot of miniature golf. Uh, it's a good place to park a boat if you're in a boat and you're looking for a place to park a boat because there's a lot of restaurants by the sea. and uh, But you don't need a hotel room because you got a boat. So... You can stop in and like get some crab or something, or like uh, a, a, a nice, nice flounder, and then uh, just get back in your boat, and then like take a siesta. Then you're back on the open seas. Like it's it's not a bad it's not a bad stopping point, but it's, it's not a place to stay. You got to get in, get what you want out of Florida, and get out before it gets you, because it'll get you. It'll get you. Gonna get got by Florida. You're worse than Hitler. Why? Big beer hosts. So you guys, you guys like Disco Elysium that game? Yeah, yes. yeah, it's a fun game. RPG. Very it's a lot of fun. Yeah. It is. It's a fun game. It's different. If you haven't checked it out yet, check it out. Disco I, Elysium. I would say that like fun. It is a fun game. Fun's a weird word to describe it. Mm-hmm. It's more like. It's like reading a really good book that is also mm. a fun and funny book. But uh, it's also the kind of book you don't... Anyway, I was playing a game remind me of it, and there's not a lot of games that remind me of that very unique gem of a game, Disco Elysium. Right. What's the new game that reminded you of it? Uh, I can't remember the name of it. It's uh, got... Um, so it's going it's really halfway, well, it's, and then it's got it's derailed. derailed. I definitely, uh, <laughs> definitely haven't had any... Uh, uh, we'll just put air quotes, CBD, uh, today. Uh, so there's this game and it's, it's like halfway between Disco Elysium and something like Crusader Kings, but like one of those map games where you're managing a country, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's, uh, it's called Suzerain. That's right. Suzerain. And, uh, you play the new, uh, prime minister of, uh, uh, like, I don't know. It's almost like a Yugoslav type Republic in a fictional world. Uh, uh, set in 1950 something, and uh, yeah, uh, uh, it's got like remnant. It's got echoes of Turkey in it. It's a. It's also a very multi-ethnic state. Um, that uh, oh, not like a, like an actual Turkey, like gobble gobble. No, like a Turkey, like a uh, yeah, but like a, Echo, a echoes of Turkey be like. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Echoes of Turkey uh, uh, run. Uh, throughout up and down the coasts right. of... Uh, that was a really sophomoric joke. I apologize. I should. It was a pretty good turkey, now. though. I think I think you I think wanna, you sold it enough uh, by by nailing the turkey. Can I do my, every, can I do my, my turkey one? Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's good, too. Yeah, but it was, there's no echo to that turkey. You gotta have a reverb in turkey. Like Is that, that why you're using your hands to make it? Like, <laughs> hold on. Go! Yep, that's a good turkey. That's a turkey. You sound like a horrifying, yeah, uh, awful child. Turkey. Turkey. (laughs) What kind of turkey? I am not going. We're not going turkey hunting together. Yeah, I'm gonna go out and I'll go. I'll go. And we'll be overwhelmed by horny turkeys. Go out hunting turkeys, and we're gonna come back with like eight. Kids. Cut all this stuff about like, the game earlier. We're talking about turkeys. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think this one's spectacularly off the rails. But the point is, you're terrible at turkey impressions. No, you are terrible at hearing what a turkey sounds like. 
because I don't know what turkeys you've been listening to or what your fucked up brain is turning the sound of a turkey into in your audio processing centers, but they sound exactly. You be the judge. Big beer hosts. Okay, we got off track last time. Uh, you, were, you were telling us about the video game. Yeah, uh, Suzerain. It's very good. Yeah. Um, it's kind of so. Uh, 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 it's the nation of Swordland. You play a citizen. No W. No W. It's uh, S O R D land. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Uh, Swordland, and uh, I've only read it. Uh, <laughs> this is going really well so far. I just want to yeah. let everyone uh, know. It better not be sarcasm, William, or I'm going to call your mother right now. Oh, oh well, that would be very late for her. Mm-hmm. I'll wake her up. So she'll want to know that you're being sarcastic to your friend. Uh, anyway, so this. <laughs> <laughs> this game, uh, uh, you play a, a citizen of it. You're born in like, a, a, and this is a fictional world, sort of. Uh, torn mm-hmm. between East and West, though. Very similar to Kids, Swordland doesn't exist. Kids, Swordland's not real. And how many, yeah. how many kids listen to uh, well, and So like many. A, Remember, we, uh, like a third of these are used for educational purposes. Oh, that's right. Please Sorry. continue. Go on. Well, and there's like... But um, we're keeping in mind the kids are listening. Obvious, like, uh, stand-ins for the Soviet Union and the United States. I don't remember that. It's called United Coritania. That's the Soviet one. The America one's like Alancia or something. Anyway, you can ally with one uh, or the other or neither. Uh, uh, and anyway, there's like nine different endings. Really good. So you start out as a, a you know, a prime minister after you go through this little preamble where you just go through kind of a choose-your-own-adventure kind of Gauging your disposition um, from birth to the point where you become prime minister. It's really cool. Your, your character goes through two revolutions where a monarchy is overthrown, uh, overthrown you know I mean? uh, uh, while you're in college. And then uh, uh, later as a cabinet minister. It's a good time for it to be done. The uh, moderate autocrat who took over uh, uh, after that uh, is overthrown again by a uh, uh, kind of more of a free market capitalist. Uh, so it's a tragedy. And <laughs> you come in after that capitalist's mixed turn. Okay. A lot of the wealthy people are happier, but the common people aren't. What do you do? You're the suzerain. Put it wow. on your Steam wish list. I will say, I will put a fair critique on it. It's tragically short. Uh, you play out, I'm going to say, this is a minor spoiler, but you play out one turn. You're not playing this game for the long haul. You're playing out a story. And there's nine different endings. So, uh, yeah. Suzerain. Look into it. Pretty good. Look into it! Yeah! <laughs> Big beer hosts! Okay, so this is good, and it's not really topical, but it's kind of a video game one. Uh, yes. I got a question for you. Yes. Um, Mass Effect 2 or Mass Effect 3? I like... You mean Which one do I like better? Yes. Um, I like three better. Yeah, if I got to pick, I like two a lot. But I like three just because there's uh, everything's like a, a culmination and it's also batshit crazy because you're just actively in war zones half the time. Yeah. And, and they pretty much almost completely eliminate the like 
resource mining aspect, yes. and yes. I don't miss that, really. See, no. Uh, okay. I'm letting you have your... I'm, I'm sorry. I'm interrupting. Because, I mean, there's a little bit, but there's just shit spread out around the map that you is always in the same place, and it's, like, a set amount yeah. that you just have to... And you're also... You can't resource man, mine that much because things are trying to kill you if they sense you doing it yeah. more than, like, a few times. Yeah. Uh, so there's, like, that aspect. I don't know. I feel like... Also, I think the combat system is the best that it is in all three of them in the third one. I think they keep... Thinking, like, you, you're no longer accidentally hurdling over cover that you start doing... That you're doing some in second yeah. because they're just figuring out to, how to make the cover mechanic a, a little bit more... Uh, I don't know. Dynamic. All right. But, all right. The, but the second one, that storyline is very good. I gotta, and, it's, and it's a lot of fun. That's the thing. That's that's where I'm getting hung up because I'm mm-hmm. playing three right now, and I remember liking three more than two when I first played through them. Mm-hmm. But going back to it again and playing them on the, the Xbox Live. Now, here's one thing for the, its own thing. Like two, two is a fun fucking space adventure, and it's yeah. a real breakneck. Uh, although there's a little bit of it that I'm like, you have to fucking almost like, if you want to like get all the shit done that you can do, you kind of have to, like, almost map it out. Yeah. Because if you if you blink, you will miss opportunities in two because right. of the, like, the accelerated timeline of it. But it's also, I, I feel like, for just, like, a cool-ass space, like, running through space game without it being, like, a war, that that's why I enjoy the hell out of two. Yeah. I like them both a lot. The first one is the one where I'm like, it, it's fun, but it gets tedious at times. Because it's a lot more repetitive. Yeah, I, I definitely I didn't play. There's one. much shit to do in one. I, I, I probably should play one just mm-hmm. for the verisimilitude because I'm trying to go through and just kind of. I played look at through the whole them thing again a couple a times, and it is fun to do the whole thing, especially because yeah. you just recognize the callbacks that keep yeah. popping up throughout if you do them all in a row. But I gotta say, I I, I feel like from I found two more enjoyable for a couple reasons. One, in Mass Effect Three on the Xbox Game Pass, and this is no fault of the game, but because it's been so long since that game was popular, you can't access the, uh, the multiplayer stuff anymore. On yeah. if you download it from the Xbox Game Pass, yeah. So that entire a... war table and all the different zones and arenas, which, which I know they fix in the. I got that legendary like remastered version because it sounded dope and because it sounded like a. We're gonna like make all, everything like fit together more seamlessly, right? And uh, fix a bunch of shit. And apparently, because they were closing that down, uh, they fixed it in that version, but not so much in the just regular <laughs> yeah. uh, as much. So that's a little. That, so that kind of takes out a whole like chunk of the game. And the other mm-hmm. thing is, I just feel like I feel like even though Can you still use the because uh, they had a they did have one like website where you could just like click on missions. And then it would just build shit up, and it would go to your game. Uh-oh. I don't. I wonder if they shut that down completely too, because I know they shut down the actual like online, like fighting arena yeah. stuff. Yeah. But I wonder if the. I wonder if the. Uh, I'll find the website for you. There was like a, an EA website that you could get in there, and and yeah, just like just get pretty much. It was a thing. It was like every like six hours or so, it re- would refresh. So like when I would play through. It's like a couple times a day I'd go through and like click five buttons <laughs> so that it would just keep adding shit to my, to the, at least to the point where it'd get high enough that I didn't have to worry about everybody dying at the end. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> All right, well, that was good. Yeah. Uh, so my, yes, yeah, so, but Mass Effect 2, I, I definitely like the storytelling part of it. So I would say go back to the Especially for, if, if for one, standing more alone, too. If you were to play just one of them, I would play two because 
it relies less on the overall narrative and it's more of a fun space adventure that with like I feel some, like you some get fucked more, up stuff going on. You get more renegade paragon choices. In yeah, two they as well. they kind of slide that off a lot more in three. They worry about it less. I, I think I heard that they kind of made it less of a thing in the new, like that remastered version, because of the fact that later on, I think at least they they made it less of a an overall deal for like controlling shit for you. It, like you can still make choices like that, but there's not like a gauge that's giving you new options necessarily, yeah. I think, or like, uh, yeah, I don't know. They, they, I feel like they kind of roll in cause he comes still from the, it's still the template is still Knights of the old Republic. The, the first <laughs> Knights of the old Republic game that they, yeah. they made, and then they made, made their own company and made <laughs> mass effect. It is very clearly <laughs> <laughs> just like, yeah, uh-huh. the, the, they just uh, yeah made it a little more playable and less less turn based, uh, or not so much turn based. But you can't just like pause, like make a list of shit to do, like that kind of the uh, yeah. turn based at least. Well, there you go. Yeah, uh, extra bonus mini deuce. Yeah, yeah, get it in your ears. Well, that's a weird way to finish it. Oh my god, we've been going for so long. Yeah, big beer hosts. Okay, this is our mini-deuce. Yeah, okay, so here's what I wanted to talk about. It yeah. was something I, I talked about on, on Twitter today, but that was a long time ago. And also, who pays attention to me on Twitter? We don't even know what today is. Exactly. Um, okay, so you know there's been people talking about, like, make fucking Tim Robinson the Joker, it'd be awesome. And I agree. I think Tim Robinson as the Joker would be a lot of fun. I want to see it happen. But I also think that that's, hard, that's a hard ask. But then somebody was like, put him in the MCU. And I was like, man, you need him to just, like, with barely a mention to it, or you just make him the same guy. Like, all the fucking D-list Spider-Man villains that were the ones he would beat up while they were doing a robbery on his way to, like, the A storyline. Like, when he's always, like, thinking about, like, oh, man, shit's going so bad right now. Oh, that guy's robbing that lady and, like, beats somebody up. And it's half the time it's a mugger and half the time it's a shitty supervillain that's really, that's kind of a joke. And then he's like, all right, time to deal with Venom, I guess. Like, just make Tim Robinson play all those characters. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like the, the fucking face bot beat and the fucking rocket racer and all those fucking losers. Just because, I mean, they're like, Bendis makes a lot of hay with how ridiculous they are. And like the, the odds in the ultimate universe, like doing the reinvention and stuff. And it just, I can see Tim Robinson just be like, shut up. No, this is a good idea. This is a good idea for a villain. You're dumb. Not me. All of you. Stop laughing at me. I, I, was, I was reading, reading that, that thread and, and like one person was like, I, I read Tim Robinson, but I thought it said Tim Robbins. And I was like, he'd make a good Joker too. Exactly. So like maybe you have my two Jokers uh-huh. with like Tim Robinson and Tim Robbins. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, you know, they're like two different kinds kinds of jokers but uh they're both both the new joker exactly yeah. especially i feel like i don't know somebody what was it that was fucking uh jason van zook is talking about kind of the problems i had with like the snyder dc thing kind of falling away once they gave up on the idea of like we're just doing one big universe thing like marvel now that it's not like this is the universe that we've got now that it's just like yeah we'll do another shit too don't worry about it i feel like i don't care as much anymore about the weird choices that have been made on some of these things knowing that they're just gonna they can just replace people or fuck around as they see fit i feel like really takes the edge off of like the that 
I guess, that, that direction. That, yeah. that they were going there for a while. Oh, the DC Universe. It's like the insufferable debate kid from your high school forensics team. It's It's got a lot of the... Honestly, what it makes me think of is the... The, the the fucking like dark uh, uh, uprising like the when, when the the kind of the British takeover there in like the eighties and nineties things just got kind of grimmer and then they got grimmer in a nineties way to a point where like they were making versions of these nineties things to like comment on them I don't know it just seems like they, they kind of kept pushing things like, let's get fucking darker and more intense and adult to the point where it gets nihilistic. Uh, and then they kind of turned away from that because it had got dipped too far and it had like spawned too much like ridiculous, like too serious by far bullshit. And so I feel like that's why I was like, I don't, why are we going in this direction? Exactly. <laughs> this seems unnecessary. But anyway, we fooled around long enough. Put Tim Robinson in fucking everything, and then we won't have to worry about what he's in and what he isn't in. America. And Val Kilmer was the best Batman. I mean, he's, he was pretty good. It's hard to tell that movie's such a fucking mess. But he's, yeah, he's Val Kilmer. He's fucking awesome. Bring him back. Make him Batman again. <laughs> Batman. Uh, the Golden Years. <laughs> oh, that's my movie. Yeah, that's my movie. That's you know fucking make Val Kilmer the Penguin. Oh shit! Make make him make him just a big motherfucker too. Okay, not, not just like a little like a little fat guy. Just like make him big. Universe crossover. The Penguin and Willow mm-hmm. uh, have to solve the case together. Yeah. Universe crossover. Or just do redo Willow, the golden years. Mm-hmm. We need more Willow. And apparently more golden years. Well, see you later. <laughs> Big beer hosts. Okay, so I'm one of those bougie motherfuckers now. I yeah. mean, some people might argue I've been a bougie motherfucker for a while, mm-hmm. but like... In I'm what ways to- are you betraying the proletariat? Well, I, I'm not, re- I mean, well, here's the way I'm betraying the proletariat. I'm having somebody come in and, and clean my house. And, and I was a little bit ambivalent about this. And then I realized how much they're charging to clean the house. And I'm like, okay, the proletariat's not being abused here, right? They're, 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 they're doing, they're, they're getting paid, you know, they're getting paid. And, What's the cost? Well, they told me for like a five to six hour clean to do the whole place was going to be around two twenty to two fifty to two, and that's two hundred fifty, not two dollars and fifty cents. Um, now uh, that's a big expense, but on the other hand, uh, like we've got Jack's folks are coming in, and uh, it's Ollie's birthday, and like she always freaks out. So the question is, how much is it worth to me? To not have her get really stressed out about how the cleaning's going mm-hmm. when she's also training for this Grand Canyon walk in October uh, and, and also has a, a, a ton of other stresses going on, like, at her job and stuff. And the answer is 220 to $250. I mean, that's not, that's not an outlandish sum to especially get, like, a, your house a good, solid cleaning. Yeah. Like, do, like, a, hey, help me... Help me 
blast this back to the bedrock so that then I can can now get back on top of it again. I feel more like easily without having to deal, especially if you're busy and you yeah. got people coming. If you've got a reason where it needs to be cleaned and cleaned well. I got to tell you, man, I don't understand how real people work, like how they do it. Like when, like with all the things that you have to do in life that are just like having to do in life, like when do real people find time to have clean houses? It's not a thing that I can work into my schedule. Maybe I don't have enough executive function. Maybe I was never trained properly as a kid. Maybe I'm a disgusting beast of a human, like felt animal. Honestly, I think the thing of it is, is that, or the the idea about like a clean house that I think we go back to is an idea that comes from a nuclear family with one wage earner. And yeah. so you have a person whose job basically is to maintain the house. Yeah. And so they're doing it for a chunk of time, like to the point where, you know, uh, it's, it's slowly killing them sometimes because it's an expected thing. I'm glad we don't have that anymore, but I feel like we're still holding on to the idea of like how clean a house should be. And it's like, is it, is it pretty clean? Is it like picked up? But we, we, we gave them amphetamines. They may have been dying inside slowly, but they were also amped up on, but they they could not sleep. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, big shout out to you, grandma. You, you lived a good life. I know you were, a little unhappy at the end, but um, that's what life does to us. I'm glad you didn't walk into the sea. Got a housekeeper. Big beer hosts! So I've got a new sort of like self-care thing where I am I figured out how to take YouTube videos, cut little clips from them, and make them into GIFs. And I'm going to tell you right now, what you do is you go to your YouTube video, you, you copy the link, then you go to gifrun.com, one word. And then you can put in that link and it'll bring the whole video up. And then you just find the short little clip that you want. You can choose how many seconds. You can choose where it starts. And then you can make and download your own GIF. You can even add text. And it is a game changer. Because we were talking earlier and it's mm-hmm. like there's some... There, there's a dearth of that that uh, like young Gen X, elder millennial, like 80s to 90s like pop culture lexicon that is not in gift form yet because it was the shit that hasn't quite crossed on to, to broad appeal, but was like constantly on HBO back at that time <laughs> because they only had so many movies or it was just, a, it came out and it was big for like four years and then it never made it to DVD yeah. or shit like that. For example, if you want like a, a gif of your stewed butt wad from mm-hmm. weird science, the Bill Paxton classic moment i can make that i can make that now and you can have it because i couldn't find it before mm-hmm. or yours was a good one what was yours? oh the, it's the fucking we die yeah from the last starfighter just the the dude turning his head and then the little i see <laughs> the little robot monocle <laughs> turning and then we die how is that not a gift that is easily found i feel like anytime i've looked it's just on like somebody's individual tumblr page but so you can you can join this glorious revolution. I also went through all a, a lot of old Victor footage and made a couple of Victor gifts, which was quite oh, a bit nice. of fun. Yeah, and then I uh, went through some of our videos from various points in time. A couple of men in their thirties gifts. Mm-hmm. I've got some more of those to do. Mm-hmm. There are more good moments. You there. know that we I I think we got a message about doing more of those, which we keep talking about. The thing is, I think that might need to be a post-pandemic thing to be able to do easily. Mm-hmm. We do still have a stack of scripts. I know we got a stack. 
like a script from various because we, we sat down and wrote some. We wrote like a, most of a season too. Yeah, could happen one of these days. And if you need a gift in the meantime, call me. They don't call me Willie the Giffer for nothing. Yeah, do it for the Giffer. <laughs> that was a that was a decadence, by the way. That's the end of it. Yeah, that's it. The, yeah, this is the this is the. I'm just saying this is the that was the tenth one. Like this is it. Oh, nice. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah. Uh, I'm Rob Schulte. <laughs> Thanks for listening. I'm in Los Angeles now uh, with Rob Lowe's on my podcast. For a second there, you're doing almost a little bit of he was turning into to the what's his name uh, the, the the announcer for Saturday Night Live. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe. <laughs> Uh, that was my, yeah, my Rob Schulte impression is legendary in circles. It, it kills, it kills at the fanciest parties. It does. It does. I have been to so many Rotary clubs mm-hmm. and impressed so many elderly ladies. Mm-hmm. They all know Rob Schulte and they all love a good impression at the Rotary. They do. They do. Don't even get me started on my Christopher Walken impression. My wife loves that one. She does. Yeah. She talks about it. She does. We've got a we've got a chat thread going that Will doesn't know about. Now he knows. Sorry, cat's out of the bag. Damn it! But anyway, we talk about how much she loves it. Mm. Would you have a a good exit? Oh, let me close it out here with my Christopher Walken, the double deuce. Yeah, that that was good, wasn't it? It is. It's but it's it's almost a little like if if like. Christopher Walken with a little with a little Woody Allen, <laughs> like he's, he's a little, so like wearing a Woody Allen hat and glasses. She, she literally gets angry and like will not talk to me if I do it too much. She literally gets ragey. I don't understand why. And it goes a little Larry David sometimes. Yeah, it's yeah. in there too. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's, it's a little, it's a little, it's a little unfocused. I'll say. So is my life. Decaduce. <laughs> this has been Double Deuce Podcast. If you thought the intro sounded bad, this outro sounds even worse. Thank you for listening to the Double Deuce Podcast. We'd love it if you wanted to get a hold of us and let us know what you thought. You can reach us at doubledeucepod at gmail.com. Catch us on Twitter at doubledeucepod or Facebook, Double Deuce Podcast. Yeah, and also you should uh, subscribe and you should rate and review and things. I hear that's good stuff to do, and it makes us feel good. And on the inside. Yep, and the outside. Both. I was walking with a limp, and then Rob Schulte left us uh, a nice review one time, and then my leg was healed. I threw my crutches to the ground, and I was healed because of your love. Give me your love. I need to eat your love and grow strong. Double deuce. Good episode.